all aboard! Let me out of here. The Herm train is gone, and everybody else is getting on another train. Honestly, they should have gotten on the Herm train. <laughs> You're taking right. them somewhere right. else. Guys, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry. The there man to my left and your right, Shane Diefenbach, yeah, the yeah. one, the only, the big pokey. Uh, what America wants to know, Shane, is are you headed to the Big 12 as well? No. No, you're not headed no. to the Big 12? Big 10? I don't, ha- I, don't have any th- I don't have anything to bring. I don't have any meteorites deal. I've... You have nothing to offer, no, nothing. is what you're saying. No. I think you, you offer yeah. love, a great mustache. Nah. No, the no, Big no, 12 no, doesn't no. need that. They got a lot of that. No, those things. It is Friday. Before Where we get into the meat and potatoes. You're already. a whack guy. I'm, I'm not a whack yeah, guy. Yeah, you are. No. Yeah. I feel like I'm... You know I, where I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to the Mac. <laughs> you are. Dude, we're yeah. like we're like four Wednesdays away from Mac football. That's Actually, crazy. That's such a lie because that's crazy. Wednesday Mac games don't start until later in the year, but we're getting I mean, closer. We do have we're we are thirty four days away from Arizona State kicking off. So. Thirty three. Is it thirty three now? Thirty three. No, 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 it's no, thirty four. Yeah, 34. it's thirty four. Um let's get into I mean, more of the discussion that we had the other day, just in terms of Arizona State, the Big 12, uh, because obviously the only thing that everybody is really talking about as it relates to college athletics is Colorado. Expected, just conference realignment in it, general. It's, it's a wild reality that I think we are in, and I think with the time frame that all of this has kind of transpired it is really starting to put a clock on Klyovkov, even more so than there was prior. Klyovkov? <laughs> nice little Klyovkov clock. <laughs> and Anybody? the rest of the Pac-12. Um, or I guess the Pac-9 is what it is right now. Like, it's it's yeah, Pac-9 not pretty. Kinda, Pac-9's kind of hard. It's not pretty. Pac-9 kind of goes hard. So what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about what each of the universities, the remaining universities in the Pac-12... Uh, really offer um, some of these other conferences, whether that be the Big 12, the Big 10, etc. But before we do that, Shane, you got any plans this weekend? No. Not at all? No, none. That's so sad. I'm going to Chicago. Oh, you are going to Chicago. What about you, Leah? You got any plans this weekend? Um, Just, you know, a thousand appointments as per usual. It's appointment season for me right now. So. Appointment season. Like July, I've been to like an average of three appointments a week. It's driving me nuts. Three appointments. Yeah. A week? What the? I know. I don't know if it's I go through here. three appointments a year. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's tough out here. That's tough. Well, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about Wink. Okay, I was rocking their merch earlier in the week. I didn't know they had such great shirts to go with their great products, but they do. Okay, check them out. My personal favorite. So they've got Winks. They've got Countdowns. And guys. A seltzer with just a wink of THC. Okay. They got so many puns in this. I love it. How high are you guys going to get? Just a wink. And then in parentheses, get it? LOL. No. Shane? Shane doesn't get it. Okay, guys. Uh, It's balanced. It's light, social, bubbly enough to work the room, bubbly enough uh, to keep your wits. It's literally just a tad of THC. It gets the job done. Uh, For me, I've noticed first off that the taste is great. The green one is my personal favorite. Uh, you get the bubbles of like a soda that you'd, I guess, want to drink, but without all of the calories, the carbs, and obviously the added benefit of THC, it just kind of like eases you through the day. At least that's what it does for me, guys. Uh, it's available in either two and a half milligram or five milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona. Look for Wink at 
all Sunday goods dispensaries in the Valley and uh, in Tucson. Guys, they're now in 12 states nationwide and even recently launched online ordering and home delivery to about a dozen others to find the fastest way to get your hands on one. Just go to drinklink.com. And with Wink, you can stay functional and it's good to be functional on the golf course. Sometimes I get a little too drunk and I start playing real bad. Um, because I brought too many beers in my Pins and Aces beer sleeve, which you can get right now at PinsandAces.com because when you check out at PinsandAces.com and you use code PHNX, you receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. What is Pins and Aces, though? It is the official golf apparel and partner of PHNX and All City. Uh, we love all of our gear. It's breathable. It's stylish. It's not just for the golf course. Um and as I said, go to pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. All right, Shane. Let's talk about right, Anthony. the Big 12. And I mean, even really any of the other major Power 5 conferences aside from the Pac-12. What does Arizona State have to offer another conference? Right? They've got the the giant media market in Phoenix, which I think is certainly something that other conferences would like to have. I think in a perfect world, they'd love to have both um, Arizona and Arizona State. That way you really capture all of Arizona. But I think aside from the media market, they have the opportunity, kind of what you've seen with Colorado and the energy surrounding the program with Dion. I think you can get to a smaller degree that kind of energy with Kenny. Yeah, definitely not to a national stage. Um I, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely have excitement. It's renewed excitement, and it, it, it makes sense for a fresh start. Uh, but it's nowhere near the, the change that, you know, Dion's bringing in. And I'm not saying that this this whole experiment's going to work out long-term because you just don't know, and that goes yeah. for both schools. But, yeah, I I, I would say it, it. you're not really bringing that, but it makes sense to do it now with, like, just the complete overhaul of – you know, your football program. Yeah. And obviously that is just part of the puzzle piece, right? What does the conference get in return? And then what does the university get? I think for Arizona State, specifically looking at Kenny Dillingham and the football program, obviously starting to build just a little bit of a, a pipeline in Texas. I think you get to the Big 12 specifically of all of these other Power 5 conferences. I think you break the door wide open in terms of recruiting in Texas. I think you see some of those three stars uh, turn into four-star, five-star commits. Depending on how Arizona State performs, obviously, this this next season. Uh, but I think it definitely helps that. And then you look at basketball and what it does for Bobby Hurley. And it puts ASU in the the quote-unquote basketball conference. At least I feel like it's the basketball conference. You'd have Kansas, assuming Arizona were to go. You'd get the Wildcats. Um, Texas Tech, you've got a, a just a bunch of powerhouses. Baylor, obviously, in there just a few years removed from a national title. Uh, I think it makes well, a ton of sense. Let's go back to the Texas thing that you said. Yeah. The recruiting and football. Um, let's start there. Look, not only is it, you know, obviously the region makes sense for from the Big 12 and being in Texas – but it also is just it further legitimizes your conference. Um, recruits want to go to a place with stability, and you yeah. have more stability if you're in the Big Twelve. And another recruiting pitch you can give recruits rather than, hey, you know, you might not be able to play USC anymore, but we can go up and play Utah. It, it's it's now turns into, I know you're probably getting recruited by these other Big Big Twelve schools. But you know what's better than doing that? Coming to a different school and beating that Big Twelve school that you got recruited by. Yeah, uh, and. And building something new and building your own legacy. So that is huge from fo for football. 
Yeah. Look, I think we're both on the same page. We touched it, touched on it on Thursday that we both think that Arizona State should, I guess, hop on the train and head to the Big 12. Uh, that makes the most sense. But there are obviously a ton of other universities that are going to be making their pitch because uh, I don't think the Big 12 is going to welcome every single school uh, in the Pac-12. And I don't know arms. if anybody else is going to get welcome. <laughs> Who what, knows? What do you think about Arizona? Because that's been the team that's really been tied to uh, a move outside of Colorado, I think. Tied with Colorado. I think in terms of what they have to offer and kind of what the Big 12 has to offer them, similar to Arizona State in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been tied to Colorado with them moving. I think it sucks, but Arizona is a more appealing uh, school yeah. from, from just – from what you you've seen it just they are they have a better a better trajectory obviously or just a better program in basketball and a from an outside from a national view like they have a better trajectory for their football program like that's just what it looks like because yeah. ASU is still technically going down um, and I think that will change this year but Arizona has already started to build their program up so I, I mean I think the more appealing school is Arizona right now I think you give that a year and then maybe we can talk but. Yeah, it, 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 that's what it makes sense that they're tied to CU. I will say though, I just think it would be such a massive mistake for both schools if if one was left behind, and that that team that would be left behind is Arizona State. Um, and then, not only would that obviously suck for us and for ASU fans, but it also just suck for the for the rivalry and for making sense geography. Yeah, I just, yeah. Look, and and I and I have this in our notes, right? This is I feel like Arizona and Arizona State have a play together that some of these other schools in the Pac-12 don't necessarily have a draw for. Uh, in Oregon and Oregon State, a Washington, Washington State, Cal Stanford, the idea of the Arizona market in general, um, I think is far more, uh, what's the word I'm appealing. looking for? There you go. It's far more appealing to one of these major conferences. Um, and you brought it up, right? Arizona football is starting to build something and we know how valuable Arizona basketball is. I think of all of the specific just team sports across the Pac-12 Arizona basketball is probably the cream of the crop outside of what USC football was um, and maybe UCLA basketball to the Pac-12. So I think it makes a lot of sense for them. Touching on probably the next most valuable school in terms of the Big 12, I don't necessarily, my personal opinion, I don't think Oregon in the Big 12 makes as much sense as Oregon to the Big 10 makes sense. Why do you say that? Um, I mean, if... You're following kind of the steps that the way the Big Ten is working, at least in terms of the schools that they've recruited versus the way the Big 12 has poached their schools. It seems more likely to me that the Big Ten would go after Washington and Oregon um, and that they would probably, there's more incentive for those schools to go to the Big Ten than the Big 12 just based off of, I guess, that conference and the way it is built, right? With Ohio State football, Michigan football, you've obviously got the, the L.A. schools now are powerhouses. Um, the Big Ten is trying to build the next SEC, whereas I feel like the Big 12 is simply just trying to add schools little by little and get better. Uh, Oregon, look, just like from a this makes sense, like put a putting a puzzle piece into a puzzle, like Oregon feels like a Big 12 school to me, just like how they operate. Um, I, I would love to see them in the Big 12, and I think really? that they're probably the most appealing school left outside of Arizona. Uh maybe nah, yeah, I would say just the amount of money you bring in from you know from the Nike campus and and the the storied programs and it's not like they got some schmo 
heading their basketball program. Dane Allman's a great, great coach. Yeah. And yeah, they have they have some turnover in their football program, but uh, it's a storied program as well. Like they, I think they're gonna they're probably the most appealing. Arizona's close, but. Yeah, I, I think if you're looking to recruit schools in your conference, I think you're a fool to over, like, pass on Oregon. Yeah, I think at this point, if you are any of the conferences, any of the Power Five remaining, the ACC, the Big Ten, uh, the Big 12, and, you know, the SEC, if you are looking to add a school, you are looking to add Oregon in terms of the Pac-12. They just bring so much from a national brand. And I think if you're Oregon, right, I think what – leaving for at least the big 12 does is I think for such a long time, it felt like Oregon was the little brother in this conference to USC. Even when USC wasn't great, USC was always the school that people were talking about in terms of PAC 12 athletics. I think Oregon has the chance to go forward and really claim their own, um, their own name, right? Obviously it's a giant national brand, but they can really establish something Special, I think, when it comes to the Big 12. And moving on from Oregon, you've got a school. A little brother to who? Oregon? Yeah. I felt like for a while, Oregon was the little brother to the LA schools. Even when the LA schools weren't like going out and winning championships, it was just like when you heard of Pac-12 sports, it's USC and UCLA. And maybe that's just the markets. Maybe yeah. it's just the fact that it was that. Yeah. But that's, that's at least how I saw it. Um, and then Utah. I think Utah is kind of on the same trajectory as the way people look at Arizona basketball. In terms of adding another program, Utah football would be massive for any of the, the conferences that would like to poach them. Uh, it makes sense for the Big 12. They've obviously got the, the BYU natural rivalry there geographically. It makes sense. Um, I, I think Utah would be... I don't, I don't want to say it would be a surprise to see them go to the Big 12, but I think it would certainly be um, the it would be a much bigger move than the Colorado move, in my personal opinion. Uh, uh, yeah, probably, but also it's just like, makes sense. Do it. Just, like, do <laughs> it the makes thing sense. That makes if we're sense. dissolving the conference, uh -huh. this makes sense. Uh, how about we just all form into one? I mean, come on. Just stop this. Let's stop yeah, this. I this know you're, so a stupid. Big, you're, you're, you're a big geography guy. It's, look, it's going to be interesting to see the way that this all plays out, and I think it each and every university and even the, the really bad ones, which we'll get into here in a second, they've got reasons to leave. And I think there are reasons for some of these other conferences to, to really take a hard look and potentially add them. Uh, before we get to some of those worst schools, we know that Dion Coach Prime Sanders on his way to the Big 12 is going to be stopping at Circle K to get himself a Polar Pop. Maybe some of those snacks that they have over there, guys. They've got buy two, get one free Monster Energy drinks. They've got Beatbox Hard Teas. Buy two, get one free, uh, and buy Powerade at four for five bucks and be entered, and you could be one of 10 finals entered to win a 2023 Ford Big Bend Bronco SUV. I mean, that's just a phenomenal deal in and of itself. Four for five bucks in terms of just any drink, I think is awesome. Guys, make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff they have right now. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops at a Circle K dot com slash store dash locator to find circle k's near you uh we've been talking about this for fucking like way too long i'm so sick of talking about conference realignment i just want to i just want to watch a football game I know, me too. and i want to watch a football game with the four peaks and just stop thinking about geography it's as much as i like to talk about it i hate talking about it as, or as much as i like geography i hate talking about it <laughs> and i don't want to do it anymore 
Um, I just want to drink a beer. We'll get the football soon, man. And I want to drink my Four Peaks beer. My favorite beer right now is the one of the newer ones that I've tried, the Juicy Haze, um, or the Super Juicy. I forget the name of it. It's whatever Juicy IPA it is. It's fantastic. Or the Joy Bus Wow. Um, check out At Four Peaks Brew and At Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. But you got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink it responsibly. All right, let's keep on with the conversation. We've got Oregon State. The, the Beavers obviously building something with their football program. Oregon State basketball, I don't want to say they're building anything. It's it's like, have you seen the video with, I think it's, I forget who it's with, but they're like, what are, what are they building in there? Have you seen that? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that's Oregon State outside of their football program. I think it's pretty clear to see that they're up and coming in terms of football. Remind me a lot uh, of Cincinnati, UCF, uh, which obviously going to be in the Big 12. So, I think this would be a another move that makes sense to see Oregon State hop over to the Big 12. I put leverage to get Oregon to move as well because I feel the same kind of the way Arizona. They and don't Arizona. give a let me tell you this. They don't give a shit about the rivalry. Really? Oregon doesn't. Or, no, Oregon's rival is Washington. That's so wild. It sucks. Man. It's so stupid. Because it would make sense for you to have your biggest rival be your in-state rival. Trust me, you're making too much sense. That's not how this thing works. Welcome to college. I think. Pro, I think. Now. I think. Mile like proximity wise, I think or Eugene is closer to Seattle than it is to Corvallis. Really? Could be lying. Let me check. Could be lying. I don't know. I, I, I don't know geography. If you're if you're the Big Twelve, then and you get that call, and obviously it's not just a what's the call? A, it's, a it's beaver? Just, it's not. It's not obviously just like a, a little phone call that you know kind of sets all these things in motion. But if, if you're listening to Oregon State on why you should add them. What do you think Oregon State brings to a conference like the Big 12? Brother, I can't tell you. I have no idea. This, the, 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 they're up and coming, and that's the you you bring hope. Maybe that's that's the only thing I can think of. Like, I I, I love Oregon State. Like, I think that they they're on the right path. But I mean, when we get past like the powerhouses, and ASU is not a powerhouse by any means. We just talked about them because Sparky's in our logo. Yeah. Uh, first, <laughs> the, the first the first couple names. Uh, are the only powerhouses. The rest of these teams are crapshoot. I don't know what they bring. I like. Yeah. I, it, it's maybe maybe with some of these schools, it's less of what they bring and more so of like if you're dissolving a conference, these schools don't want to get left behind. Yeah. Right. I totally lied. Eugene and Corvallis are so close. Are they? Yeah. Totally lied. Damn. That's a tragedy. Corvallis is actually closer to Seattle than Eugene's closer to Seattle. Okay. I'll ask you this then. In terms of the current Big Twelve schools. Yeah. Who does Oregon State remind you the most of? Oh, I love the the comp of Cincy and UCF. Um, okay. But keep keep Oregon State and Cincy out of this conversation because I like Oregon State. I don't like Cincinnati. Uh, and UCF fans also complain a lot. I don't know. Can you imagine if Oregon State was in the college football playoff? Yeah, right. <laughs> I could see it. That would be Not this that year. would be crazy. Just sometimes. That would be the wildest college football playoff team. No, actually, I could see today. it this year because Cincinnati made it one year. Yeah, no, that's and fair. they were only eight and a half point underdogs to Bama. You you mentioned if right, this well, conversation if we didn't have a little Sparky in our logo that we'd be talking about those powerhouses first and foremost. So let's talk about one of the powerhouses in Washington. Uh, this is a school that I think from the the point that the LA schools departed for the Big Ten, Washington and Oregon had been linked. You brought up their rivalry uh, just a little bit ago. I think Washington does give you another element the same way that Utah and Oregon does um, in, in terms of football, basketball, softball. They have been competitive in all of those sports recently. Um, they made the college football playoff in the in previous season. Uh, this is a, I think, if you are ranking the three remaining powerhouses in the Pac-12, 
I'm taking Oregon and then I'm taking Washington and then I'm taking Utah. That's just me though. You disagree entirely? You're such a rat, dude. Why am I a rat? You know what you're doing. No, I don't. You're what such, am I doing? You're such a rat. Explain to you the did, people why I'm a rat then. You didn't mention Arizona. That's why you're a rat. Oh, okay. Man, fuck Arizona. Well, 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 are you really taking you're really taking those you're you taking Utah over Arizona? Yes. Oh why? yeah. I why? think I, I think they're football football will always be king. Regardless of how good Arizona basketball is. I think if you are taking programs, I'm taking Utah football. I'm taking Utah football over Oregon football if I'm one of these conferences. You're, you're just, telling me you're not? You're just thinking right now, though. Like, that's the only thing you're focused on this year. Like, Utah, Utah, football Utah, has Utah, been, Utah before Kyle Whittingham? Kyle Whittingham, as far as I know, is still the coach at Utah. I know he is, but you're thinking right now. You're not thinking about the national brand. You just said Oregon is a national brand. Yeah, I said, what did I say? I said Oregon, yeah. Washington. Utah. You, you, but you just said you're taking Utah football over any of them. You By just itself, said that. in a vacuum, yeah. But, in a vacuum, but yeah. But that's what I just said. Oregon, but, Oregon but they're football not. is that's a national why, that's, why, that's why I ranked in terms of taking these schools. I know, but, but you Oregon. just said you take Oregon football over or Utah football over anybody else. And then I said, well, you just said Oregon football is a national brand. So Oregon football is not over Utah football? And who's won the conference the last handful of years? You're just thinking right now. All right, move on. <laughs> Washington. I, I think, look, Washington makes a lot of sense. Uh, Washington is I, that team that you're like, they won how many games? Why haven't I heard about them? They, they, were, they were on the cusp of making what? Why haven't I heard about them? Who's like, playing quarterback? Yeah, it's just... It, I, I, this team just like... The, the, they, they always feel like they're... They come out of nowhere and you're like, I don't. they made the college football playoff? They're top 25? And, and it's because of one person or one thing they did right. I mean, the, I think their football team is going to be really fun to watch this year. I don't know if they're going to live up to the expectations there. But especially their basketball program. They're always just a one-and-done guys. Yeah. Like, always one-and-done guys. And then they move on. They're dog shit this year. They're terrible. They're husky poop. They're, they're bad. They're husky poop? They're bad. Damn. That's tough. All right. Well, if, they're, if their basketball program is husky poop, let's talk about their little brother. Uh, Washington State. Is that fair to call Washington State the little brother to Washington? I mean, or is it even like lower than that? Is Washington like the older brother? There's a middle child that ran away, and then there's the little you're, brother. You're giving way too much credit to Washington. I don't think I am, I think though. You are. I okay, totally well, totally think you are. Would you take Washington State over Washington? No, no. Okay. But, you're, but you, you just said it sh should it be even worse. Should I? You're, you're you're comparing Washington State to like a a team that's nowhere even near Washington. I don't think they are. All right. Do you think they are? I, I don't. I don't. The discrepancy you were describing about calling them a little brother is borderline crazy. Calling them more than a little brother is insane. <laughs> I love pissing you off. It's one of my favorite pastimes to just kind of like push your buttons. I have uh, Washington State here in terms of why other conferences would want them as just TBD because I feel like less than Oregon State. This is a this is a program that you know is just mid. Okay. That's what they've been. They're mid. <laughs> right? They're mid. Um, well, let's talk about the Mike Leach era of Washington State football. Okay. Of multiple multiple nine plus win seasons. Yeah. With with really good really good wins and really fun games in their offense. And we can also talk about their their they, they got a player of the NBA this year in Muhammad Gay. But they are they are mid. But m being a mid school and being mid at some sports is is a is a big difference. I, I I would agree. I think they're the middle of the pack. But when you when you when I hear mid, 
It's just so it's I don't think that any school in the pack is just mid Cal Mm. school. (laughs) Okay. Okay. School because because Cal is a school is not mid Cal is a school is a phenomenal school. And and regardless of what people think, academics matter to these programs or to these conferences. It's not just a who they got like they, they, they want that they yeah. want they want a school that's prestigious and Cal is a prestigious school. So mid is uh, go to the and I, I know I love them. So go to the Mac if you want to find mid. Like you want to talk about mid, you can go watch the mid. Sorry, Trent Borgay, but your brother play play football like at, at Western Michigan. That's that's a mid school. That's tough. Mm. Friend of the program too. That's crazy. His brother's not a friend of the program. Why? Well, he does have two. His he brother's a mutual. Got a friend. lot of brothers. His brother's a mutual friend of the program. Okay. Coben's a friend. Coben's of the program. a friend of the program. He's actually a friend of Jalen's program. Yeah, not really our program, but he's his, a friend of the program. He's a friend of the program. Okay. A friend of the program. Shout out Coben Morgay. Um, okay, while we're talking mid, then let's talk Stanford and Cal. Uh, these are two programs that are are they rebuilding? I, I mean, Stanford football is definitely trying to. Do you think a move to another conference hurts their first year head coach? Like I think that he just got screwed regardless this year. Like he's, I I think he, I think that he's just regardless of what happens, he just got screwed by Dion and Kenny. Like he's just like nobody remembers that he got the job at Stanford. Nobody remembers. I forgot. It is a national. We're talking about him. I just forgot again. It's a. It's a. It's a nationally recognized. Oh yeah, Troy Taylor got the job. Like I just keep forgetting. Yeah, no, that's. He's in a bad situation. He's in an awful situation. Well, he's in a. He's in an unfortunate situation outside of the school. I mean, yeah. the school is not helping, but... Look, Stanford's a nationally <laughs> recognized brand. Um, yeah, you talk about academics, too. They are... They're another school that I think you want from that perspective. I think when, again, conference realignment was really, really popping off last year when the LA schools were leaving, uh, I think you saw a lot of, okay, Stanford, let's go be an Ivy League school. <laughs> like, Which, they have the academics to do that. Uh, in terms of athletics... They might dominate. They might dominate the other Ivy League schools. Uh, and then you look at Cal. They would dominate, I think. Stanford, yeah. which is so crazy that Stanford could dominate a conference right now, given the the way that their athletics are. Uh, and then Cal, I just they need a fresh start. <laughs> they need. They are a whack team. They are 100% a team that just needs to probably be demoted. Um, Watch out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I know you're telling Basketball me. Basketball and football got hella transfers. I just don't believe it. Okay. We'll see. We can make a bet on this. Okay. We'll Not make today, it. but we'll we make, will. We'll make a bet on it. I'm I'm down I'm for it. I'm a Cal supporter. Yeah, I know you're a Cal supporter. Bear down. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> While we're talking about making bets, guys, there's only one right place to do it. That's over at the BetMGM Sportsbook app. They've got this cool MLB free-to-play game where they're literally – handing out free promos, free offers, and free money. It's super easy to get a hold of. Guys, just log into the app, play the bet MGM MLB free-to-play game from May 27th through September 7th. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone, and depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you guys are going to get either a single, double, triple home run or pop out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Guys, it's played once a day. Prizing does have to be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, guys, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If it loses with BetMGM, again, make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. Check out show notes for full details. And now, listen to Shane. Talk about the disclaimer. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Toto Tree's hating on you, just put on your Shady Rays, Cal. Don't Don't act like you're not hating on Cal all the time. Put your Shady Rays on. Uh, Even if you've been at the school for 48 years and then you transferred to San Diego State, Matt Bradley, you can still wear your Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, that's you guys. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off. It's 5-0% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Plus, if you don't want to shop online, you can shop in person if you're in Arizona in the Scottsdale area. They just opened up a brand new location at Kierland Commons, a full one-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, we've got some fun content. we got a fun thing. We've got a fun thing. Okay, I know we did Hot or Not the other day. So, instead of another Hot or Not, you put together a phenomenal piece of content that we kind of orchestrated over at Pac-12 Media Day. So, we're going to play that here in a second. But what, Shane, in terms of like filming this and getting to, I guess, get a little bit of a look into some of the personalities of these players, which player had the best personality? Uh, Cam Rising, exactly what I expected it to be. He's so genuine and just such so unapologetically himself. He's he's great. I, yeah. r- I really liked him. Um, Michael Penix Jr. Didn't give us much. Kind <laughs> of a weirdo, if I'm being honest. I'm just going to say it. Kind of a weirdo. Him and Caleb Williams, weird dudes. But if you're really elite at football, you're probably weird. So That's fair. That's absolutely fair. All right. Without further ado, these are the Pac-12 rapid-fire questions. Hey, Cam Rise is just really anti-Stanford today. <laughs> <laughs> Where is your favorite place to play in the Pac outside of home? Man, so many options. 11 of them. Um, <laughs> Probably, uh, I like playing in Austin. That's a good crowd, good environment. Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, that's my favorite stadium, for sure. Outside of Utah, I really don't. I, I like to play anywhere. I like going home, uh, usually playing the LA schools. It's usually a good time going there. Washington has a pretty nice stadium. I'm allergic to grass, but I did like playing at USC. Um, I would say Austin, but I don't like the Ducks. Rose Bowl. UCLA probably. That's probably the coolest stadium I'm playing. Least favorite place to play in the pack. I'll say Arizona because the the visitor locker room is just it's it's pretty bad. Uh, probably Utah when it's cold. Oregon at the same time, man. That locker room is that visitor locker room is bad. Stanford. Yeah. Just no, there's no people. I mean, the, the stadium's awesome. Like like the look of it, everything. Being outside, seeing the palm trees coming over the top, is amazing. But just no, not, not enough people for me. Yeah. Pullman. For 100%. The school down south, their environment sucks. U of A, that's next question, U of A. I always struggled with the Berkeley trip because it just felt like you were never able to get to the stadium easy. Pac-12 Hunger Games, which mascot is coming out on top? Ralphie. Any particular reason why? It's a lot, it's live. Twerky. I mean, it's... Dude's on fire, you know. I mean, unless you got water, a lot of water, you know, he's gonna win. So definitely the Bruin, automatic. Definitely the Bruin. You know, I gotta go. I gotta go with Swiss. He's gonna, he's gonna be 
be holding his own. I think he'll be able to chop down the tree and stuff like that. So we'll be good. Yeah. And Cam Rise is just really anti-Stanford today. <laughs> Rafi gonna come out on top. Oh, Harry. Harry's like that. The Cougar. Because here's the thing. Hunger Games, the Trojan has to get to the sword and the Cougar is beating the Trojan to him before he gets to the sword. What's next? A tree? A sun devil. Fire. <laughs> a sun devil? Uh, who said the Hunger Games isn't in a holy place? Realistic answer, I would say probably a sun devil should probably win. Um, but I'm gonna say a beaver. <laughs> oh, Sparky, what? We have a pitchfork. We know one's surviving that. What are the, what, we have, what, how many birds do we have? We have a duck, he's done. He's getting cooked. Sparky, what do you mean? He's, he's literally a devil, like, he's unbeatable, come on. Uh, who do you think is the most underrated player in the pack heading into 2023? Me. Come on now. I don't put up all the numbers. It still don't mean nothing, huh? But of course, probably it's me. Trent Borgay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with DJU. I'm gonna have to go with our own DT Sheffield. Jalen Polk, a receiver at University of Washington. We got two two big name receivers that everybody know about, but he he's him too. Oh, King Dover from California. He just transferred. He's my boy. I actually grew up with him, so look out for him from Cal this year too. Most underrated SID in the Pac-12. Underrated SID. I'm going to say our own guy, Jeremy Hawks. I mean, does baseball, he does football, and uh, he's also the best stats guy in the NFL. So he he runs a stat crew for our crew, but he also runs it for the Cardinals. He's done the Super Bowl. He's done games in Mexico, and the Niners hired him last year for a couple games. So they keep score of the stat guys, and he has the fewest changes weekly. So the Cardinals might not have made the playoffs the last couple of years, but Jeremy Hawks is Super Bowl champion. God, I love Doug. How did he sneak in there? I don't know. He just kind of hopped in front of the camera. He <laughs> said, record me. That's what Doug Tamara said. Certified goat. Certified you goat. You didn't catch the lower there. Uh, Shane, we, you mentioned while we were kind of watching this, Shador Sanders. You, you like him a lot. This is a guy that I think oh, there are a lot of eyes that are on Shador this season. Uh, what'd you like about talking with him? Uh, his confidence isn't like, look, I mean, everyone likes to talk about this Colorado team like they're just a bunch of cocky, stuck-up dudes because of what Dion does, and some of them I'm sure are. Um, but at least the two we talked to and Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders, Shadur's just, he's he definitely is confident in himself, but it's not overpowering. And I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed their interviews. They're, they're both funny, down-to-earth dudes. Yeah, he's not arrogant. I don't think, um, which is he might be, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. I think he walks the line of confidence and arrogance. Yeah. Um, but again, when you put up the numbers that he put up at Jackson State, I think there is always yeah, going just do to it in, be, just do it in the pack, and we'll see. Yeah, just do it in the pack. I guess, guys, that is going to do it for our Friday show. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at phnx underscore sun. you can follow me at anthony underscore totri. You could follow the big pokey over here at chain beef. Um. Having a soft spot for the people that Totri hates as always. <laughs> we will see you Monday at 2 p.m. But for now, guys, peace.